Bible remains standing for just a second. Turn with me to Luke chapter number 15. Luke chapter number 15. We're going to continue our series on the prodigal son. The prodigal son. I'm so glad to be saved. How about y'all? I, I, want you to, I want you to take just a moment. And we're going, to, we're going to look at the second part of this. Last week, last week we covered the rebellion. We covered the rebellion. We said that this, this young man, this young man kind of got prideful. Uh, he he kind of got full of himself and thought he knew more than he knew. How many of y'all, how many of y'all uh, seniors in here, adults in here, uh, remember the time you was a teenager and thought you knew everything? Yeah, it's, a, it, it's universal, isn't it? I, I, I've said this before, the older I get, the smarter my parents were, amen? But he did, he really did. He got, he got kind of uh, uh, in a way that he, he thought he, he had everything together. He thought he had the world figured out and life figured out and he wanted it his way. And because of pride, because of pride, it caused him to be unthankful. Ingratitude developed. And that's, that's what happens. A lot of times when we think more of ourselves than we ought to, we become prideful and because of pride, we begin to be unthankful for the things God's done for us. And then that, that created discontent. That created discontent. He was not happy with his life. He was not satisfied with where his life was going, what he was doing. All he wanted to do was leave. All he wanted to do was leave. I just got to get out of here. I don't care where I go as long as I'm not here. Yeah, <clears throat> I've heard that. I've heard that. All right. So that's, that's kind of where we ended up last week. And so I want to I wanna do this. We're, we're, we're going to... Uh, really focus on the young people in the second service. Uh, we have senior recognition, and, and they're going to all the seniors are going to be recognized, and so we're going to really we're going to really preach toward that. And this message fits perfect, but not just for young people going out into the world. It fits for where we're at today. How many of y'all know you can get you can get dissatisfied with your church, and 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 think there's greener pastures on the other side? Well, we're gonna we're gonna see different. All right. Luke chapter 15, Luke chapter 15 and, and verse number 11. When you get there, say amen. amen. And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into where? A far country. And there, and there, in that place, he wasted his substance with riotous living. And when, it's not if, it's when. You live a certain lifestyle, you're not going to outrun it. Are y'all with me? It says, and when he had spent all. How much did he spend? All. all. There arose a mighty famine in that land. And he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swines did eat. Now everybody read this with me. And. Say it again. And. Dear Lord, we thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your mercy and your goodness. Lord, I thank you for the crowd that you've given us today. And I pray that your perfect will be done. I pray that you'll move, open our hearts, open our minds to see the truth of your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. 
Amen. 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 You may be seated. Have a seat. How you doing today? Uh, I'm okay. Hey. Well, I know you came in uh, applying for the loan. Uh, I appreciate you filling out the application. I actually pulled up your file here. Um, and Joe, I, I really don't know how else to say it. Um, we've helped you out as much as we can. Uh, we, we went through. There's several things here that kind of outstanding. Uh, still things we need you to kind of catch up on. Um, so I, just at this time, I don't think we're going to be able to do anything for you. Um, but I'm, I've, I've done everything you've asked me to do. I, I filled out every single form. I, I don't understand what's wrong. And, and like I said, Joe, I, I, I do appreciate that. We, we, we tried hard. Uh, my hands are kind of tied. Uh, you just, there's a whole lot you still owe us. If you can get some of this caught up, maybe we can look at doing something else. But, but I need this money. You don't understand. I need this money. I, I don't have anywhere else to go. Well, you, Joe, you're not going to be able to get it here. There's nothing else I can do, Joe. You've 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 tried everything. There, there's there's just not any hope for this. Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank I, you. Good luck. What's up, man? Hey, man. What's been going on? Oh, not a whole lot. Just the living on the day-to-day. -day. Yeah, that um, daily grind. I get it. Yeah. Um, hey, I was just wondering if I could borrow some money from you. I mean, I mean dude, I don't know. I mean, I let you have some money not too long ago, and, and I didn't really ever see that money paid back like you said you would. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll pay you back eventually, man. I, I promise you. I'll, I'll get it back to you eventually. Well, I mean... Rumor has it that your dad gave you a whole bunch of money. I mean, what happened to all that money? I, I, I'm, I, that doesn't, I, I can't, that doesn't matter right now. I, I just need some money for right now. Uh, I'll pay you back, I promise. Listen, man, I got, I really do like you as a friend, man. You're one of my best buds, but I, I really don't feel comfortable giving you some money right now. I just, I just, it didn't work out last time, and I just don't feel like it's going to work out this time. Best buds, you're not going to give me any money? Listen, that doesn't make any sense. Come on, man. You know I'll pay you back. You won't pay me back. You didn't pay me back last time. How are you going to pay me back this time? You don't have money now. Yeah, you just haven't given me a chance yet. You, you don't understand what I'm going through. I don't understand what you're going through. Sounds like you spent all your money and now you're desperate. Whatever, man. You're not my friend.
Seems like things are going from bad to worse for old Joe, doesn't it? You know, life, life is full of places, right? It's full of places. I was, I was looking at these, these chapters and, and, and reading these verses and, and uh, some things stood out to me. And, 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 and one of the things is the places this young man was and ended up. And, and for instance, for instance, everybody starts out with a place. I started life out in a place called Stewart, Florida. I was born in, in uh, Martin Memorial Hospital, correct? Martin Memorial Hospital. I arrived on this planet, uh, spent some time in Okeechobee, Florida, a place called Okeechobee, Florida. And then I grew up in a place called Fort Pierce, Florida uh, uh, until I graduated high school. And then I went to Bible college in a place called South Carolina. Uh, and then ended up in a place called Barnwell, South Carolina, pastoring a little church there. And, and then, and then uh, God brought me to a, a, a mission field called a place called Alabama. <clears throat> Do I have a witness in the house? And, and here's the thing. Life, life, and now, now some of you older folks, you're, throughout this message, you're going to think, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you younger folks in here, you're going to think, oh. And then when you younger folks get to be older folks, then you're going to go from oh to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do I have a witness? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Life will take you places. Say that with me. But most of the time, the places life takes you is because of the decisions you make. It's because of the decisions you make. I know there are rare, rare, ultra rare occasions where you end up in a place that was not of your decision making. And now I'm going to say that that's almost an impossibility. Most of the time, for instance, there were people that ended up in a place called Vietnam because they were drafted. They didn't want to go. They didn't choose to go. They would rather not be there, but they had to go. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. It was not their choice. But most people end up in the places in life that they are in. Ninety-eight and a half, three-quarters percent, they chose and made choices and decisions that ended them where they were. Are you all with me? Say amen. And so let's talk about this a minute. Let's talk about the places that this young man was. And, and, and we see this story first. It begins, the first place we find him, and, and some of you guys that, that, that can't see straight ahead, you have to look at the screen. But the first place we find him is where? Come on. Everybody say it. He's in the father's house. He's in the Father's house. Now, this is going to be more of a teachy than preachy type message, okay? So, so just bear with me because there's information I want you to get. And, and, and what we're going to do, we're going to stop at each of these places and just talk about some things. Just talk about stuff that we see in these places, okay? Now, there's one thing I see at the Father's house that this young man couldn't see at the time. But at the Father's house, there is family, there is family. We know he's got a father. We know he's got a brother. Most likely he's got a mother here in this situation, but he's got family. Now, there's one thing that I have learned growing up. There's one thing I've learned growing up and I've seen with my own daughters that when you're at home, you don't appreciate family like you should. When, when I was a kid, me and my brother, we fought like cats and dogs and, we, you know, we just really didn't get along. I, I mean, so forth and so on, but it, I just didn't appreciate it. Now that he lives 11 hours away from me, I miss him bad. 
And I didn't, I didn't appreciate family like I needed to. But this young man, he couldn't wait. He couldn't wait to get away from family. But in the father's house, there's family. Now, now we're, we're going to look at this story and apply it. And young people, you, you look at your own life and you look at your own household. But also, ladies and gentlemen, look at the church. For us older folks, we can apply this to ourselves today. In the father's house, there is family. There is family. Some of the closest family I have are my Christian brothers and sisters. Are y'all with me? We've got family. We've got family. But then, but then, look at this. There's food. That was the greatest thing I missed when I went to Bible college was food. When I was at home, it didn't matter. You could go to the refrigerator if you was broke or not. There was something there. Amen. There was food. How do we know that? Because the the kid said later on in this chapter, he said, man, even the servants have more than enough bread. So there's food. How many of y'all are glad for the spiritual food you get in this place every week? So there's, there's food. There's food. But then, but then look here. There's a future. There's a future. I, I, I was thinking about this. He said, give me what's coming to me. Give me what, in other words, he's saying, give me what I would get if you were dead. So he said, I want you to divide me, my inher- I want my inheritance now. I don't want to wait till you die. I don't want to wait. I want what I want now. Now, here's what I took from this. Listen, this inheritance, it's called goods, goods and substance. Say that with me. Now, both of those things represent something really important to me. Both of them represent a future. Do you realize he could have took his goods and his substance and created a life for himself? His father had created a, 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 a family business, if you will, a family enterprise. And this young man, he had the opportunity and he had the potential to further his life and to build a, a great life for himself. But that was in the father's house. In the father's house is where the substance was. In the father's house is where his future was. He had a great future at the at the father's house. Now we're going to come back to that. We're going to come back to that. But here's what many young people don't realize. They can't see none of that. And what many people don't realize in their church home and their church family, and by the way, let's don't just, let's don't just talk about the young people. I mean, they're on the hot seat today, but, but what, about, what about us in our marriages? That the devil's blinded us because we've gotten prideful and we, 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 we're thinking too highly of ourselves and, 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 and we become discontent and we can't see what's right in front of our face. You know what? You think your kid's bad. Till you see that one at the, I, I was, I was at a ball game last night. My daughter was playing basketball in Gunnersville and the coach, the coach has a two year old little fella that's got more energy than the atom bomb. Well, he took a liking to me and I kind of took a liking to him and I babysitted for about five hours last night. I had him and he was my responsibility and he took off from me and ran out on the court and right in the middle of the game, here I am chasing a two-year-old all over the court and off that and everybody's laughing at me. I mean, I'm chasing this little fella down the whole time and then we get in the car and I'm like, oh my God. And Tammy's like, hee, 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 hee. 
She didn't help me none. And it was at that moment that I, 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 there was an epiphany, a revelation. I realized why grandchildren are so great because I got to go home. Are y'all with me? Now here's, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm tired. I'm sorry. That little, whoo, help is Jesus. Now here, here's the thing. We can't see what's right in front of us. We, we, we think our kids are so bad, but we don't realize that they're probably pretty good. We, we, we don't think our marriages are that great, but in all likelihood, they're probably pretty good. We don't think our church is all that great, but you know what? And most likely, they're, they're pretty good. I don't like home. I don't like family. I, you know what? I, I, know there's, I know there's some horrific family situations and dynamics. But I would have to say the majority of families are pretty good. But we can't see it. And this young man couldn't see it. So he made a decision. <clears throat> he made a decision. So the second place, because of his decision, and, and let me say this, I almost, almost forgot. The father's house, the father's house, everybody with me? Everybody with me say amen? amen. The father's house is the place he left. Yeah. Say that with me. It's the place he left. left. And so he made a choice. I'm going to leave the father's house. And the Bible says he, he, he gathered all his stuff and took his journey and went. Where did he go? Far country. Now, what does that represent? What does this represent? For a young Jewish man, for a young Jewish man, it meant Gentile territory. It meant going to where God's people were not. Do you know where people depart? I'm talking about when they start backsliding and, and people get away from God. The first place people leave is not as much the father's house as much as the father's people. They stop hanging around other Christians. And they hang around people that's not Christians. Are y'all with me? You're getting kind of quiet. Come on now. He went to a far country. This young Jewish man went into Gentile territory. Gentile territory. Now, uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is what I see from this story, and I begin to read this. The Bible says he took his, his journey into a far country. Now, watch what it says. And there, there... What does there represent? A place. It was in this place. In this place. There he wasted his substance on riotous living. Riotous living. What was he doing? He was partying down. Now according to the, according to the older brother later on in the chapter, he said he wasted this on uh, prostitutes and harlots. So we know this kid, this kid, he was living it up, buddy. He was, now, now here's riotous living. Riotous living, the word riotous means debauchery. And it gives this one word that, that's just stood out. Unrestrained. Say that with me. Say it again. Now, now for everybody in here, this is what I want you to see. In the, in the father's house, there's boundaries. In the father's house, are y'all with me? There's good influence. In the father's house, there's accountability. But he chose to leave the father's house 
and went to a far country where there's only Gentiles and there is no God's people and there's no God's temple and there's no place, there is no good influence, there is no accountability. Are y'all with me? There are no boundaries. He lived a life that was unrestrained. And some of you young people, you're going to leave high school and you're going to go to colleges that might as well be Sodom and Gomorrah. And you're going to go to a place, you're outside of the influence of your parents, you're outside of the influence of your guardians for the first time, and you're going to live a life in an area that has no boundaries, has no accountabilities, and I would encourage you to do this. Even if you go off to school, find you a good church, find you some good friends, find somebody that will be a good influence, and get some boundaries. Why? Why? In this place of unrestraint, in this place of debauchery, in this place of wild living, we see three things. First, he said, he said he wasted a substance on riotous living. So first we see wickedness. If you're taking notes, write that down. In the far, in the far country, we see he's living wickedly. He's living a life that he could not live in the... Are y'all with me? So first we see wickedness, unrestrained behavior, unrestrained living. I remember, I remember, now y'all going to laugh, y'all going to laugh because I can't help it. I don't have, I don't have the background a lot of people have. I, I, I grew up in a preacher's house and, 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 and I surrendered to preach early and, and I can't help it. I don't have this stories. This is the best I got. Okay. I remember when I turned 18. Bless God. I'm going to stay out as long as I want to stay out. And they let me. They let me. And I didn't really, I really wanted to come home, but I couldn't come home because I was 18 and I couldn't. But I was tired and I wanted to come home, but I wasn't going to do it. And I stayed out to like, I stayed out to like two or three o'clock in the morning, like and then had to get up and go to work the next day. And I know some of y'all are like wild childs and y'all, but, but that wasn't me. About four days worth of that, and I got deathly sick. I mean, it's like I got pneumonia. My, my immune system went back. It was just terrible. I got really sick, bad, bad sick, and I, I was living a life unrestrained. No, I wasn't drinking. No, I wasn't partying. I wasn't doing that. I just wasn't coming home. I wasn't getting any sleep, but you know what? They just let me do it. And you know what happened? I realized I'd rather sleep. And it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And this kid is living a life unrestrained, but man, he's gone way out there. Way out there. Harlots and most likely alcohol, wine, debauchery. But see, what happens is, is that wickedness, Led to wasting. Write that down. He wasted. Say that with me. He. Say it again. He. He wasted his substance. Now what did we say that substance represented? What did we say that substance represented? It represented opportunity. It represented a future. It represented potential. He could have took his stuff that the Father gave him, that he received from the Father, and he could have used it to build an incredible life. Man, he had incredible potential for an awesome future. 
but because of his lifestyle, he wasted it. How many people do you see with talent and gifts galore? And they have things bestowed upon them by God and they could use it in an incredible way. They have incredible intelligence. But because of the choices they make and the lifestyle they're living, they are wasting it. Let me tell you something. If you decide to live an unrestrained lifestyle, you're going to waste all your potential. Now this is where it's going to leave you. This is where it's going to leave you. In the far country we see, what was the first thing we see? A lifestyle of what? Come on everybody, say it with me. A lifestyle of? And because of that lifestyle of wickedness, we see he he began to what? Waste his potential. Waste his substance. And it says, and when, not if, and when he had spent all, he began to be in want. Now he's wanting. Wanting means I don't have enough. Wanting means I don't have what I need. I don't have the money I need. How many of y'all seen Joe on the video? Now, Now I'm empty. Now let me tell you something. This is the way the devil operates. He'll make everything look good in the front. He's like a lot of billboards on the side of highways. On the front, there's a beautiful picture of a beautiful life and a big time. But if you go look on the backside of it, it's rusty, it's dirty, and it's falling apart. Listen, none of your, none of your alcohol, man, you know, all them alcohol commercials, they spend millions and millions and millions of dollars on them to make you think this is the greatest thing in the world, but they'll never show a picture of a drunk driving accident. They'll never show a picture of a man laying in a hospital bed who's turned completely green because his bodily functions are not working because alcohol has destroyed his body. They won't show you that. And listen, while you're in the Father's house, all you can see is partying. All you can see is other people having a good time. All you want to do is get away from the Father and get to the far country. But when the far country is through with you, now, I'm not going to stand up here and be naive and tell you, especially young people in here, that there's not pleasure in sin. Because if there was not pleasure in sin, nobody would want to do it. Come on, can I, can I get some help? But it's for a season. Season means it's temporary. He was living high on the hog. But it run out. And now, because of the decisions he made in the far country, you see, the Father's house is the place he... Help us, Lord Jesus. The Father's house is the place he... In the far country is where he, he lost. He lost. It's in your notes, people. Right? Am I wrong? Okay, yeah, it's there. I know. I put it there. Right? Let me, let's start this over. Start this over. All right. In the father's house is the place he In the far country is where he He lost it all. He lost it all. 
Man, his pockets was stacked when he left. He had great opportunity and great potential for a great future. But when he made, now watch this, guys. When he chose the wrong place, guess what? Guess what he did? With all his potential and all his future and all his, what, what happened here? He lost it. He lost it. So now, we go to place number three. All right, what's place one? Then he left there and went to the... And now, this is where he ended up. Fields of swine. Fields of swine. It says when he lost it all, and when he had spent all, watch this, watch this. There arose a mighty famine. You know what that tells me? You never know what the morrow holds. You never know what the morrow holds. You can live high today and you can be throwing it away and thinking, man, I've got it together. Tomorrow will always be there, but you, know, you won't know what's in that morrow. So now he spent all and now there's a famine. Now, we don't understand that. We don't understand famine in our day because we just go to the grocery store and buy our food. Famine, there was no food. There was nothing. And so here he is in this Bible, and the Bible says this, the Bible says this, that he joined himself with a citizen of that country. And the word joined there means this. It doesn't mean he, he, he went to work for him. It doesn't mean this guy's going to pay him, and we know that because later on it says, and no man gave unto him. What it means is, how many of y'all have ever seen videos of third world countries? Maybe you've been in third world countries and you're, you're walking down the street and the little beggar, the children, they're starving to death and they're begging and they'll come to just latch onto your leg. The word join means glued to. What he did because of his situation, because of his condition, he glued himself, he attached himself, hoping to get something from somebody. So what do we see in the fields of swine? We see four things. First, we see this young man's homeless. He's homeless. He's gluing himself. He's just hoping, hoping upon hope that somebody will feel sorry for him. Somebody will have mercy and help him. He's homeless. But these fields of swine represent something else. You see, this is a young Jewish boy. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with the Jewish culture, but when we went to, when we went to Israel... Uh, a couple years ago, you couldn't find bacon nowhere. Because believe me, we tried. They don't, they don't eat swine. That's not kosher. Not only do they not eat swine, they don't get, away, they don't get around swine. Swine is unclean. And now this young Jewish boy is feeding swine. You see, first he's homeless. Now he's humiliated. Now he's humiliated. He's in a place that he never thought he would be. He's in a place in a situation he never dreamed in a million years because he came from a good background. He came from a place where there was plenty to eat. He came from a place where there was a good foundation. He came from a place where he had everything and now he has nothing and he's feeding swine. I'm telling you, The devil will sell you a bill of goods. 
The devil will tell you that it's terrible at the father's house. The devil will tell you your marriage is terrible and awful. Listen, the devil will tell you your church is no good. He will tell you all kinds of stuff to get you away from where you need to be, but he'll never tell you this is where you're going to end up. You see, he ended up homeless. He ended up humiliated. And he ended up hungry. He said he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. You see, the swine was carob pods. They would feed swine carob pods. Now, it's okay for the hogs because the hogs can digest it, but humans can't. So he could eat a little bit, but then it would make him sick. But he was so hungry, it did not matter. He just had to have something. He was starving to death. Are y'all with me? So now he's hungry. Now do y'all know why in the father's house we brought up the point that there was food? But now he's starving. In the fields of swine where the devil took him. He's humiliated. He's homeless. He's hungry. And the bad part is, it says, and no man gave unto him. Now he's hopeless. He's hopeless. Nobody would give him anything. You see, this man that he joined himself to, he sent him to the fields. He didn't send him to the fields because he was going to pay him. He never intended to pay him because the Bible says no man gave unto him. He sent him into the fields to get him out of his hair. See, there's no hope. Let's go back and let's think about this a minute. Let's think about this for a minute. And, and I'm going to hurry. I'm going to hurry. We've got plenty of time. Good gracious. In the Father's house, there's potential. In the Father's house, I know y'all through writing, but look at me. Don't, don't check out. i got a lot more stuff to go. Now look. In the Father's house, there's potential. There's substance, which represents a future. And a future represents hope. Y'all with me? Now Watch. But over here, when the devil was through with him, and one day, guys, the devil will be through with you. And every dumb decision we make in our life, it will come to an end. But over here, he's hopeless. No man, he had nothing. He had nothing. He spent. Come on, everybody. He spent. And no man would give unto him. So now he's left what? Hopeless. But you know what I've seen from this? This may be, this may be, this may be the message, everything. This is, this, this is it right here. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. This is the point. This is the point where all you older folks in here are going to say, uh-huh. And you younger folks are going to say, nah. Watch. Watch. Now stay with me. Y'all with me? Y'all with me? How many of y'all are here? Raise your hand. All right, if you ain't here, where are you? Okay, now watch. Now watch. The Father's house is the place he... Come on, everybody. The, father, the, the quicker y'all get with me, the sooner y'all get out of here. Have y'all realized that yet? All right, the Father's house is the place he... The far country is the place... Now, when I said that, y'all was all excited about getting out of here. What's up with that? That's the most enthusiastic I've seen y'all all morning. Amen. 
Good gracious. The far country is the place where he lost. He lost. But watch this. This is, this is unbelievable. The fields of swine is the place where he longed. He longed. What's it mean to long? It means to think about. It means to desire. Now watch this. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. Look at me. Do you know the only thing he thought about in the fields of swine? He's sitting here starving to death. And he ain't thinking about the party. He's not thinking about the women he'd been with. He's not thinking about the good times. He said, man, how stupid am I? I'm sitting here starving to death. And even my father's servants have bread enough even to spare. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing thing that when we're here, we can't wait to leave. But when the devil gets through with us, All we can think about is that place that we couldn't wait to get away from. Now watch, now watch. Over here, he couldn't see what was right in front of him. He couldn't see family. He couldn't see food. He took it for granted. He thought it would always be there. And by the way, young people, it may always be there in the Father's house. But you're going into a world that don't care about you. And you're going into a world where no man will give money. Oh, no, the government will take care of me. No, no. Don't believe that. But when we're here, I know that there was, it was, it, you know, there's probably sometimes it was, it was some issues. There's issues in every family. There's issues in every church. But how come, how come our vision is always 2020? And we can see the stuff once we don't have it no more. I'm going to say this, and Jordan, she ain't going to care. If it's going to help somebody, she won't care. And plus, she's in North Carolina. What's she going to do? (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell you how many times she'd get frustrated about something, frustrated, whatever. I can't wait to get out of here. I can't wait to leave Coleman. I'm sick and tired of Coleman. I hate everything. In high school, you know how it is. I hate everything. 
Can't wait to get away from this. There's not a time I talk to her that she says, I can't wait to come home. Whenever she has a chance, whenever she has vacations, she'll pile up in that car and come back to the place she couldn't wait to get away from. What's the, what's the moral of the story? What you're looking for may be right in front of you. And you just can't see it. But if you're tempted to leave a place because of the... Watch this now. Please help me. I got, I got time. I got time. We're early. If you're being tempted to leave a place because of the restraints, the boundaries, let's just, let's just say it, the rules, and you're tempted to go to a place that's unrestrained, just live any way you want to live, Understand, understand, God will give you the freedom to do that. And God will give you the freedom to choose. But once you choose, you're not in control of the consequences. And it's always, always the fields of swine. This is the way this works. The devil will take you farther than you want to go. He'll keep you longer than you want to stay. And you'll end up paying more than you want to pay. So my advice to you, appreciate the Father's house. Now ladies and gentlemen, this story is not over. Thank God. We cannot leave this, this young man in the pig pen. So you got to come back next week and find out what God can do with your screw up. Preacher, I've made some bad choices and I've ruined everything in my life. Hey, 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 hey. Dry it up. Because you serve a God who can change everything. Listen, I got to stop because I'm going to go into next week and you got to come back. Let's stand. Let's stand. Let's stand. Lord Jesus, open our eyes to the truth. Open our eyes.